back to the Adventure Continues podcast, season two, episode nine. Woo! We're back. Two weeks in a row, baby. We're on a roll. <laughs> so if you heard the episode from last week, we got a ton of good feedback. If you didn't go back and check it out, it was a good one. Yeah, and thanks guys for being so supportive on our way back. Mm-hmm. Means a ton. We feel yeah. the love. So as tradition goes, tell us the title for today. Okay, quitting, breaking up, what to do. When you're ending a phase of life, how do you end it? What is mm-hmm. the best way to end it? Even when it's tough to end it mm-hmm. in this particular way that we're saying. Yes. And this information actually literally saved our relationship. Oh, yeah. We've never broken up. Mm -hmm. I want to say that. But we have gotten very close, which is very hard for people to believe. But we've gotten in crazy upsets where we're like, all right, this is this is it. But we followed this. Yeah. Luckily, we knew this information and kind of who enlightened us to it was, as we always say, my dad. (laughs) Uh, he really saved our relationship many times. He introduced us to one another. If you don't know the story, we talk about it in another podcast. But he also, when times were tough, helped us put things together. And this concept helped us. And we'll get into the specific example of how it saved our relationship. But we're going to leave it as like a little cliffhanger. Yeah, a little cliffhanger. And actually, this started because of something that inspired me to talk about this, which was an employee quitting. Mm-hmm. An employee completely quit on me. And so then we thought to do this podcast. And then we're like, by the way, this also saved our relationship. It'll be great for us. Yeah. So, but it was how they quit that like, yes. triggered it, not just them quitting. Yeah, exactly. How they quit. So what happened was I had this employee working for me for a few months, doing a good job overall. And then basically, randomly, there was a couple of days where they weren't happy with a few things. I spoke to them, kind of had a one-on-one, tried to figure out, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. And they said, it's okay. And I was like, okay. It seemed okay. We discussed it. And then that night, they sent me a message saying, hey, just not for me. And I was like, okay. And by the time I replied, which was like a half an hour later, they had blocked me completely and never reached out again. They broke up with me over text. <laughs> you would think with that kind of like dramatic exit that you like did something something inappropriate or something terrible mm-hmm. happened. Right. Like I was a horrible boss. Yeah. Or yeah. like you have to block? What yeah. the heck? Like that's really not wanting to like communicate. Yes. Blocked and completely like cut communication like from one day to the next. Now this person had tasks to do, had their computer with all kinds of, you know, things on it that needed to be now reorganized. I have to figure out what they were doing and pick up the pieces. Whereas when you give, let's just say a notice or whatever, you then end up being able to like leave it behind. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. a lot easier as you transition to a new person. But they completely left. And the crazy thing is, by the way, they did this to their previous job as well. They left like this as well. And I knew that. But I thought this might be different. Right. So that's interesting. That is really interesting that I didn't know that, that she left like that before. Wild. It is wild. I kind of posted a reel about it to discuss it. And then I got a ton of feedback on it and a lot of questions as well, which further made us want to do a podcast because we could expand on the subject yeah the thing with your reels is because they're 15 to 30 seconds you like lay out these big concepts and then people like see like holes in it yeah but it's because you didn't have the time to fully explain it yeah exactly exactly and then so let me just clarify what the subject is okay because i guess we opened up with a story and i just want to say really briefly the idea is that when you are quitting when you are even breaking up when you're leaving anything the subject of today is how do you leave correctly Mm -hmm. that's really what we're covering because the impulse is to like literally throw up all the papers in the air and be like, I'm out. Yeah. But there's a correct actual way that will let you leave while allowing you to then grow further and expand 
when you go on to the next thing you're doing. Yeah, you need to fully handle it before moving on because if not, you will actually bring that into the next thing. Yeah. You don't end the relationship correctly, you're going to bring that into the next. I mean, like you just said, that girl yeah, did, did the again. same thing and it's wild because you wouldn't think that it repeats itself and yeah. you think, no, next time we'll be different, which we also did yes. a podcast on. <laughs> yes, but it, it's not different. And people don't understand why. Yeah, and, and over, we're going to explain why. We are, and <laughs> over time, yeah, you, you decline over time. Look at old people. Many, many old people are in a worse condition than children. Why? Because over time they deteriorated and it should be the other way around. Mm -hmm. You should grow and expand as you progress through life. So let's dig in. Okay, I think the first thing to take up is responsibility because I think in every one of these examples, the underlying thing is responsibility. And do you have it and do you not? And how much responsibility are you taking? Mm -hmm. So you are the definition person. You explain yeah. to us the definition of responsibility. Okay, cool. So the first thing I want to say about responsibility versus accountability. Many people talk about accountability, accountability, accountability. And accountability is great, but it's not responsibility. Accountability is like you were tasked to do a job and you're the one that we checked in on whether or not you did the job. Responsibility is a higher level. It's something that is kind of powerful if you operate with that. And so let's understand the definition. So the definition of responsibility is the ability and willingness to control as source every action and counteraction in regards to all beings, people, and things. All right? I'm going to break this down for you. So the ability and willingness, you're totally able to do it and you're willing to do it to control as source. Source is the one that it comes from. So you control it from you, every action, everything that you do, and every counteraction, everything that happens to you in regards to all beings, people, and things, in regards to everyone and everything. That's responsibility. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a big responsibility. <laughs> it's a big responsibility, yes. Right. I, I remember hearing this. Um, I know you got it from LRH growing up. Yeah, there's a philosopher. a philosopher I like named L. Ron Hubbard. He's really, really genius. So I mm -hmm. first learned it from him. Yeah. And I remember learning bits and pieces of this through like my fifth grade teacher. Like when you're growing up, they're teaching you about like having good character and having responsibility. Yeah. And she kind of like touched on it a bit. And then I heard it again from your dad in a seminar growing mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And that's kind of like what developed it a bit more, a more full definition. And it was interesting because I was like, how do you take responsibility for everything? Yeah. Like I can take responsibility if I punch someone in the face. Okay, cool. I'll take responsibility. I punch someone in the face. Right. But if someone punches me in the face... That's their problem. Like, how do I take responsibility for that? Yeah. And he was like, well, let me ask you a few questions, you know. Why were you the one that got punched? Why wasn't it, you know, Joe Schmo over here? Standing next to you. Yeah. yeah. Or like, why were you there? Or did you say something that triggered the punch? Like, there's so many things that you can be cause over. Yeah. And that you can take responsibility. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the first thing when you hear, wait, I need to be responsible for what happens to me as well. You're like, yeah, but here's a million examples where I can't. Or what about if somebody dies in China? That's my responsibility. Yes, it is. If you're operating at full responsibility. Mm -hmm. it's, there's endless examples of how this doesn't kind of add up because the world around us convinces you that you cannot be fully responsible. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, you can be. That is how it is. You are fully responsible. Mm -hmm. But you have to build to it. Right. When we hear this, we think of a million examples of why it's not us that are responsible. It shows us that we actually are. So, so there's an interesting reason why you're getting triggered by this. Yeah, totally. So. Totally. But you, because it's tough to say I am responsible. 
mm-hmm. and the w- different levels, if you think about it, the head of a government, okay, is responsible for everything that they do and everything that happens within their country. So they're higher responsibility or the head of a company, right? In my company, if we don't have enough sales, that's on me. If a customer doesn't like us, that's on me. I'm responsible for that. If a company leaves a great review, that's also on me. Mm-hmm. So everything that happens within our company, outside of our company, to our company is me because I'm responsible for the company. Right. So there's different parts of your life that you can think with being responsible, but it feels like, oh, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. But the truth is you are, even when it's horrible. Yeah. The thing is, I just want to add really quick, uh-huh. that it's one of those things that you play with, think with it, that mm-hmm. I am responsible for what happens to me. And then you, as it goes, you'll find that it's kind of, you spot moments where that is the case. And how this ties into the video that Mariah kind of brought up was people were saying, okay, but I think that the person doesn't matter how they leave. What if the boss was horrible? Or what if you're in a relationship that's abusive? Then you could just quit, just leave it in a bad condition. It doesn't matter. But when you have the point of view of responsibility, you at least ask yourself, okay, well then how do I leave responsibly? Mm -hmm. How? Even in a horrible situation. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and I just want to add to that. Mm -hmm. People think that when they leave things in a bad condition, it doesn't harm them. Mm, They think it's fine. They're like, oh, well, or like a bad relationship, like you said. It's okay if you just like leave if it's a bad relationship. But what you don't realize is how when you don't take responsibility and you don't leave it in a good condition, how deeply it affects you. Yeah. And then in turn, you carry that into the next one and the next thing and whatever. So more than just like leaving the company in a better condition because you care about the company or leaving the relationship because you care about the other person, leave things in a good condition because you love yourself. Yes. So beautifully said. And it's also very interesting if you have any idea of resisting this concept and you think, no, but that's not true. Let's have a look for a second. Most people deteriorate most of the time. Most relationships don't do well. Most people and marriages end in divorce. So it means that people are operating on something that isn't working if things are getting worse. Mm -hmm. So maybe, which this concept is so opposite, we're saying you can be responsible and people don't really think with that. Maybe there's something to what we're saying Mm -hmm. because it's different to what currently isn't working. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Your dad would say... 90% 90% of people fail or whatever. Some Most people fail most of the time. Most of the time, something yeah. like that. And he's like, so all you have to do is the opposite of what everyone else is doing and you have a higher chance of succeeding. Yes. And I think with that all the time. I'm like, what is the majority doing? What are their stats? And I'm like, all right, a good place to start is literally the opposite. Yeah, yeah. honestly, <laughs> if you think about it statistically, you'll have a better chance of success. Yeah. Right now, everyone's blaming everyone else. They want to blame social media. They want to blame their mental health. They want to blame all this stuff instead of just taking responsibility. Like you want to just start changes, do the opposite and start taking responsibility for literally everything. Yeah. So we're giving you the opposite. (laughs) So chew on that. Yeah. No, but it is big. And like you said, just to end that thought about just play with it and just think with it. I, all the time, like I, it's hard to see where you're responsible for Mm -hmm. everything, but I really do sit there and I'm like, all right, I'm somehow responsible for this. If I can't see it, just knowing the stable datum that somehow I am, it might feel unsettling because mm-hmm. you don't want to take responsibility for ugly things. Yeah, I caused this ugly thing. Yeah, but just having it like can help. And yeah. I know it doesn't seem like it because it's like, wow, if I take responsibility for a bunch of ugly things, it's going to make me depressed or feel bad about myself. 
The magic, the magic is that when you say, I caused this ugly thing, you immediately see the beauty and the ugliness because you caused it. Mm-hmm. So you can see why, how, everything. And about you can it. change it. And you can change because it. Because now it's you. yours. Exactly. Amazing. So, yeah. Amazing. Anyway, but let's go into... <laughs> <laughs> let's circle back to what this topic is all about. <laughs> so there are four levels of responsibility. Yes. So basically the four levels, okay? At the bottom, to make it simple, is total effect. No responsibility whatsoever. That's the first level. Mm-hmm. One above that is a problem. A problem is you're doing something, but you're running into walls all the time. You're running into a counter force or a counter direction to your direction. Mm -hmm. So you have a problem. It's better than no responsibility, but you also don't want a life of all day long problems. Right. So that's the next one. Above that is I'm responsible for what I do. Mm -hmm. Everything I create, it's me. Everything I cause is me. The one above that total full responsibility is you are responsible for what happens to you and what you do. Mm -hmm. And that's like the highest one that you need to kind of think with and play with. Right, right. I think most people are in force, counter force maybe right now. Problems, yeah. Because a lot of people are dealing with problems and ups and downs and whatever. Yeah. So I think the next good gradient would just, just try to find ways to be responsible for what you have done. Yeah, just what you did. And a lot of times you can say that, like, oh, I spilled the milk. Sorry, guys, I spilled the milk. It's me. Mm -hmm. But then there's other areas where you go, well, that wasn't me. That wasn't Mm -hmm. me. But you need to start thinking with, well, maybe let's just see. Maybe it was you. Let's think with leaving in a good condition. And what does Mm -hmm. that mean in reality? When we circle back to this idea of the employee, she quit, okay? Now, why is that an issue, okay? Because when you leave something in a bad condition, not only do you create damage for the other person, But you also, for yourself, feel that it wasn't right. You Mm -hmm. know you caused damage. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't want to cause damage. You actually don't. So what you do is the next time you put up a wall to protect yourself from causing damage. Mm -hmm. You kind of stop damage from being caused to other people. And you have a wall. And then you have another wall. And another wall. And another wall. And the problem with protecting yourself, okay. But when you have walls in front of you, you can't see. Mm-hmm. When you can't see, you can't do things correctly. Like try driving with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to see. And the problem with leaving things in a horrible condition is that you literally stop yourself. And that's why people deteriorate over time instead of expanding. Yeah, that's really well explained. Thank you. I have no problem with you leaving a job. Leave it in a good condition. Right. You can say, look, here's the things I'm not happy about. I'm giving my two weeks notice. Uh, after I've tried fixing it, my hands are clean. You have to make sure your hands are clean. And then you transfer it over and you say sayonara. And by the way, if you need me for any questions, I'm always available. And that's it. And you're in a good condition. Mm Bye-bye. That's how you leave a job. Now you can go and create something new because you've totally finished what was behind you Mm -hmm. as opposed to dragging a piece of it along with you yeah totally and I just want to say I know some people go to put in their two weeks and then the person is like you know what it's fine we'll just end it here yes but at least you tried correct you know I was speaking to a friend that was telling me about his amazing life journey or whatever and he told his boss that he was thinking about quitting but he's gonna put his two weeks in blah 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 and the boss was like it's fine this is it let's escort you to your desk and get all your stuff. You have to leave immediately. Wow. Okay, he was a little shocked or whatever, but he told me that he felt bad about how messy his desk was. 
He's like, my desk like was organized to me. I knew where everything was, but I would have loved to give it to the next person in a better state. You know, and even now, 10 years later, he's telling me the story mm-hmm. about how his desk wasn't left to oh, wow. a 10, you know? Yes. Yeah. So uh, it you sticks carry with a piece you. Of with it. Of, yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's wild. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. It's a mechanism that I see is so true again and again that if you don't leave in a good condition, you actually drag it with you. Mm-hmm. So you get weighed down by your own causing. Yeah. As and, opposed to doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. And I like the example that you said about the walls. In relationships, people even use that saying of like, oh, I, I've built up walls. Mm-hmm. That's you true. Know? And then they go into the next relationship, not giving it their full, like they can't give it their all because they have the walls. Like you said, mm-hmm. they, they stop their own power. Yes. And they can't even give it all because they have these walls and they know it's bad people always say i know it's bad i have like my walls up right no one wants them but yet they build them to stop themselves from hurting because they didn't want to take responsibility for what they can do because once you take responsibility you know what you did and what you could do moving forward and you're not worried about it happening again because you know you can handle it no matter what yeah but when you decide not to take responsibility you don't want to look at it and when you don't look at something that's when it becomes a problem that's when it can hurt you as well yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, one more concept. Mm-hmm. We, we've talked about this before. Things that you want to avoid almost, you keep close in order to avoid. Yeah, resisting. Oh, yeah, resisting. Resisting. When you resist something, to resist means to keep close in an effort to avoid. Right. <laughs> Think so about you, it. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. So, no, in, in a relationship, for example, you want to uh, avoid a cheater or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, you're in a relationship, there's a guy who's cheating, and so what do you think you need to do? I need to be with him 24 hours so he can't cheat. I need yeah. to keep him really close so he can't cheat. Yes. Instead of like taking responsibility on that last relationship of what could I have done or whatever. Mm hmm. And then you just are chill. Like you can handle things differently. It's just a different viewpoint. Yeah, because you can control it better. Otherwise, with the cheating, you want to avoid cheating. But all you think about all day long is, are they cheating? So you keep the thought, the idea, the cheating close to you while you're trying to avoid them ever thinking about cheating. Mm -hmm. It's like totally insane. But that's what happens when you resist. That's why what you resist will persist. It's a very common uh, quote, right? What you resist will persist. When you don't resist, it somehow works out. Like mm-hmm. you find the moms that don't worry about their children. They let the children kind of be and they're okay. They know it'll be fine. I'm not saying to let them be unsafe, but they put them in a safe environment and they say they'll be fine. The children are always fine, mm-hmm. you know? So that whole idea is so important as well when moving on to another thing. Right. So now let's circle back to how this saved our relationship. And it has to do exactly with what you were saying earlier, babe, about when you don't finish things in a good condition, you kind of don't face it. And then because you don't face it, it can become a problem or hurt you. Yeah. And it becomes an ongoing problem, like in other relationships. It's Mm -hmm. almost like a video game. When you don't conquer this one level, you don't move on to another level. You have to, they're going to keep giving you the same exact challenges until you overcome it. (laughs) I like that analogy a lot. It's so true. (laughs) I really feel like life's a video game a lot of times. It pretty much is. Um, It is. Yeah. Yeah. So how it ties in to our relationship is there's been a handful of times where it's like, all right, this is the straw that broke the camel's back, super big upsets, but we knew this concept and we're like, all right, let's go find someone who's not heated up like Mm -hmm. we are, that can help us. And that was always Gal's dad. And we'd go to him and he would kind of help us handle the situation so we could end it on a good note. So then if we wanted to break up, we could, but with clean hands. 
so we could still be friends or still you know we're not leaving it with the problem in turn it would always fix the thing like the problem was just trying to get us to not look at it mm. and then once we were forced to look at it and take responsibility it went away and we didn't have the problem and we're like oh we actually do want to be together yeah you know it was never us wanting not wanting to be together it was just this thing blocking our connection in a way yeah exactly and the big principle here was don't make a decision while you're in an upset or while mm-hmm. you're angry. And we've saved a couple of our friends' relationships by telling them that advice. Oh, yeah. Where we just said to them, we understand you're angry and you want to break up and you want to this and you may want to do drastic things right now. Do those drastic things when you're not angry. Mm-hmm. First of all, simmer down, handle it, get to a better condition, and then make a decision. Mm-hmm. The worst decisions are made when angry. Mm-hmm. Because when you're angry, you don't actually look. And when you're angry, you lie. So everything is based on a lie. Mm-hmm. Anger, if you think about it, somebody who's angry makes stuff up while they're angry because anger is lying. They'll be like, you always do this. Really? Always. There's always lies in the anger. Mm-hmm. So that, don't make a decision while you're angry. Don't make it while you're upset. Get to a good point. Handle the issue. Get better and then have a look at, okay, now that we're in a good condition, is this relationship what I want to do? Do yeah. I want to continue or not? And I know what you're thinking. You're in an upset with someone, your work or your relationship or whatever, and you're thinking, yeah, but what's done is done. Mm-hmm. That's always what they say. Mm-hmm. Or they're said, no, but our mind is already made up. Yeah. Or no, there's no going back from this. Mm. Like it's really whatever. I had those same thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Just do it. It sucks. You need to have the agreement in the beginning before you start any relationship or job or whatever, that no matter what, you're making a promise to yourself that you will handle it and clean your hands before leaving yes and you will see your viewpoint all that anger and stuff in the upset just wipes away you don't have those same thoughts anymore yeah yeah and either you decide to stay with that person or if you decide to leave mm-hmm. you'll see the next relationship will be beautiful mm-hmm. and to add to what mariah was saying about like yeah but what's done is done i always think of the example that you often see in movies and i've seen this in real life as well where somebody's in a massive massive upset but then the person gets into like a horrible tragic car accident and ends up in the hospital. And then the like girlfriend runs to there and <laughs> there's no more problem. They're just like, I'm so sorry. Everything gets handled. Right. Even when it was in a horrible condition, which means it can always be handled. It's mm-hmm. just your point of view on it. Now there was an accident. You almost lost them. And you're like, what was I even upset about? Yeah. And, I'm, and I just want to say, we're not saying solve it so you can be together if no. you don't want to be together. Fine. The person cheated and you don't want to be with the person anymore, whatever. Handle it. And then yeah then make the decision yes okay you know this isn't for me but you know at least he's in a good place i'm in a good place we took responsibility yeah and then move on yeah and that really saved our relationship Mm -hmm. like without that information we would have been out by like the second upset (laughs) and so many people look at our relationship and they're like you guys have such a good chemistry have such a great relationship and it's great and it is But it doesn't mean that there isn't bad in the relationship as well because that's Mm -hmm. any relationship. You build together. Like I am so much more of a better person and a better husband, a better boyfriend I was through being with Mariah. And she was improving the same because we grew together. Mm -hmm. The only way to do that is when there's upsets, don't end it in the middle. Mm-hmm. leave it in a good condition and then decide. Yeah, absolutely. It was good practice to like see it all the way through. Like our upsets now get handled much quicker yeah. than they ever have because 
almost because of all that practice. Yes. You know, we at least saw the whole cycle through. We didn't just get an upset leave. And then it's like, what is it like to get through the other end of an upset? Yeah. And also the thing I always say is most relationships end too early. Mm -hmm. So you give it that extra push and it's great. Now, this applies to business, this applies to relationships, this applies to quitting your job, this applies to all kinds of things. But Mariah, how does it apply to the little things? How, what can people do this week, right yeah. after this podcast, to yeah. focus on? Yeah, I love applying it to the little things. Yeah, and what did you call it, by the way, in your story, like like spiritual boost or something? What was the thing that you said about? Oh, no, I said our podcast is like skincare for the soul. I love that, skincare <laughs> for the soul. So, so here's yeah, your skincare like routine. Yeah, you're like pampering yourself, really, like giving yourself good ethics high responsibility is like pampering yourself because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you so owe it to yourself to be a good person yeah so. and to be at your best anyway and, and anyway, i want to add to that really quick just the thing is even if you don't agree with anything that we say just adding another viewpoint that you can see well they have that viewpoint i don't necessarily agree with it but it's another viewpoint that is so good for you so mm-hmm. therapeutic to see other people's viewpoints mm-hmm. so let us give you our skincare yeah, I, routine yeah i wanted to say <laughs> that i think people think it's so interesting when we're like here's our viewpoint but you don't have to take it like yeah. most people are so trying to push their own point of view on people yes. we honestly don't care if you don't see it we just want you to hear it because like al said it is therapeutic just to have another point of view in your arsenal in yeah, a way it's just exactly. another tool in your toolbox whether or not you ever want to use it is up yeah, to you 100 percent. but anyways skincare routine yes for the go soul. for it yes so i like to apply it to a bunch of little things leaving everything in a good condition down to like you wake up in the morning you make yourself a cup of coffee mm-hmm. you get coffee grounds on the table uh-huh clean it up so then yeah. when you leave and you come back home, you don't, it just is a fresh space. Yes. You close that cycle. Or like, you have an upset with your mom on the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, before you hang up, leave it in a good condition. Be like, oh, mom, you know what? Let's table this conversation. I get that we don't agree, but I do, something we can agree on is our love for each other. Mm-hmm. Love you. You're amazing. Blah, blah, blah. End it on a good note. So then when you call her back, you're not dreading it. Yeah. It ended it on a good note. You're not bringing it in to your day. Right. And yeah, it applies to everything. Leaving your desk. Yeah. The office. I tell my employees, when you leave work, please put, tuck in your uh, chair, organize your table, everything. Because when we come to work the next day, we want it to be beautiful. Yeah, and it feels like a new day. Like, you yes. don't feel like you're carrying yesterday's tasks and drama and headache into the new right. day, you know? 100%. Everything that you do, leave it in a good condition. You hang up the laundry, do it well, do it fully, do it right. Every little thing, you want to, you leave your car, take out the trash from the car when you get home. Mm-hmm. keep it organized all that stuff is leaving things in a good condition mm-hmm. and that's leaving things in a good condition not when you like leave it forever just for that moment mm-hmm. everything keep it in a good condition yeah you're, what you're really good about is the apartment you always before we go to bed he fixes yes. the couches all of our friends know that gal has this thing with the couches um <laughs> like a nice and organized yeah. straight beautiful yeah which sometimes i'm like babe let's just go to bed it's fine i'm gonna sit on the couch tomorrow and yes. it's gonna get messed up but Every time I wake up and the apartment is nice, I'm like, oh, it is nice. I hate that he's right and that I had to wait up an extra two minutes for him to do it. But it's so nice. Yes, although I probably have spent accumulated of like 20 hours of my life organizing our couches. More, more than More, that. yeah. But, but that's the idea is leaving yeah. in a good condition. And if you're leaving officially, especially, make sure your hands are clean. Make sure that you took responsibility and make sure you left it in a good condition above and beyond. So when you go to the next thing, it's amazing. 
Yes, exactly. And why I just wanted to give those little examples that you can do this week, right now, right when you get out of the car, right when you finish doing the dishes, whatever you are doing right now, is because it's in those little moments that you build that confidence of like, yeah, I can take responsibility. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm the boss of this. Yeah, I decided to close this the way that I wanted. It just builds, you, you become more cause and it's little practice. So then when you do get those big moments, you're ready for it. You know exactly what to do. 100%. It's a really good way to build it up. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Wow. This was great. Yes. Guys, thank you for listening this far. If you loved it and you th- thought it has value, please share it. Word of mouth, send it to a friend, post it on your stories. It means a ton. Facebook status, Twitter, if people still use Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it gets the word out. Our purpose is to help, you Mm -hmm. know. We're not making money from this. It's just to help. Mm -hmm. I'd like to make money from it. We probably will somehow, someday. But it's just with the purpose of helping. Mm -hmm. So please, your help helps us and helps everyone around you. And it increases the responsibility. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We love you being listeners. And the adventure continues. (laughs)